If you know me at all, you know that debt is my bread mm -hmm. and danger my butter. Oh, no, danger's my bread and death is my butter. No, no, wait. Danger's my bread. Death? No, death. No, I'm sorry. Death is my... Death and danger are my various breads and, and various butters. Mm -hmm. right? Did you know that I'm trying to get new glasses? What, why are you trying to get new glasses? Like, uh, like at this moment? No, but I finally succumbed to just getting them online. Yeah. And there's a there's a common argument out there that this makes things easier. I would like to I would like to present counter evidence. Oh, okay. Please do. <laughs> Your witness. Have you ever gotten glasses online? Yeah, the ones I'm wearing currently are are from a well-known online retailer of glasses for hipsters. Uh, does it have a name? Yeah. Oh, should I say it? We'll pause. Can the people I think we should only guess? say it. We should only say it if uh if they sponsor us, so take so, that. So we'll leave a space here where we can dub in like Warm, Warby Parker. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was pretty obvious from my description. It was great. They sent me five. I'm, I'm going to do an ad now. They sent me five pairs of glasses. Yeah, I tried them it. all on. We get it. Did a little fashion show with my friends. And then uh, we all picked one that <laughs> yeah, they liked well, for me. Somebody else on the show tried that same thing because they figured this is probably easier. Yeah. And, uh, and then that other person on the show picked the glasses. Are we talking about you at this point? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, I tried to, I tried to order the glasses and I, you know, when I do online stuff, I always use my old like Yahoo mail, which is the only reason I have my Yahoo mail. Oh, is it? That's for like all my, if you have to use an, an email address online. I guess, just, I guess we lost like Yahoo as a sponsor now. <laughs> well, that's probably fine. We don't want to be on that sinking I ship. Don't, I don't think we do. But it, so because of that, it's not mm -hmm. an email address, not an email account that I check often. Okay. So I was all ready to go and I returned my five glasses and I picked the ones that I wanted. Great. I was, I was, I was fine with them. Sounds good. Sounds like everything worked out. Everything worked out great. And then I thought like a couple weeks later, where are these glasses? Like how long does it take? Uh-oh. I realized I should go check the Yahoo account. Yeah, it's probably I, a good idea. Which I hadn't done. Then I got to like delete like 400 spam emails just to find yeah. theirs. And they had sent me like six or seven emails saying, we can't read your expiration date. You have to... On your prescription, you have to take a picture of it and oh send God. it to me. And I was like, oh, for God's sake, my expression that it wasn't on the picture. And then I went to get it and get the picture right because you got to, apparently they need it. It's their company policy. Please tell me it had expired between the time you ordered and the time you got, you finally checked your email. It had expired in 2006. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so not, not at that time, but do you, have you had the same prescription since 2006? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's, it had been expired only not even quite 10 years. Wow. I still was frustrated that why well, don't I don't know why they cared like just give me the glasses I want with the prescription that that I told you why I don't see what what's it to them I'm trying to give them money this is yeah. like a reverse capitalism thing of you're not letting me give you money why do you care fortunately at least there was a person like there was a number you could call so I called right away and somebody answered right away kind of as if they were just hanging out in their in their bedroom or was the it, living room was it Warby or Parker <laughs> it was neither I think oh. it was their niece okay it sounded like it was their niece like home from uh, like from college break and just trying to get some extra money like you could tell she was texting with one hand and answering this call with the other yeah I, I, I know exactly what that sounds like <laughs> and she explained the policy and the problem is you know she's Warby and Parker's niece she doesn't know she didn't make the policy so mm -hmm. I can't really argue with her no and she doesn't really care. She's just explaining, well, I'm sorry, sir. That's the policy. Like, just send me the classes. I paid you. Yeah. Like, what the hell do you care? It's like, sure. well, that's our policy. It's possible that this is like a state law or something. Yeah. Postscript is, it's, it's not on her either way. But anyways, like, but you're an internet company. Why do you care? Like, what's it matter to you? It's like, well, you just got to take a picture of one with the expiration date. It's like, but I'm just going to email you a picture of something. It's all on the internet. Like, why wouldn't I just fake it or doctor it? I'll just change the expiration Ooh. date. She's like, well, sir, you can't do that. We have your phone number. 
Like, I wasn't really going to do that. It just seemed like the logic of it is you've already established that we are an internet company. We will not have any face-to-face interaction. Mm -hmm. We're just a place where you send money and we send pieces of glass inside frames. So I got off the phone and I remembered that a couple years ago, uh, Chris and I had gone to like one of these vision lab, vision, Mm -hmm. vision works places to get our eyes checked, but I didn't know where that prescription was. So I called them. Yeah. And said, you know, you can I get my prescription? Mm-hmm. And those glasses places hate giving you the prescription because they know you're just going to buy glasses somewhere else. Sure. And uh, the guy's like, well, get your name. He got my name, first name, last name. Yes, the whole names. Uh, he needed my birthday. I gave him the birthday. And then I was on hold for probably five minutes. No way. He eventually came back and said, yeah, we, we have it. You can come get it. And I, I knew not to even say, like, can, can you just take a picture of it and send it to me? Oh, good one. <laughs> that would have been good. So uh, I, I went over to get it. And it turns out that it had also expired. A year ago. You know, have you thought about getting laser eye surgery? Because <laughs> it, it would actually take less time than it has for you to order glasses. So, so then I had to call another, I had to call an optometrist to get an appointment because VisionWorks doesn't have an opening for like a month. The guy who I called didn't have an opening for two weeks. And then I called like Pearl Vision and they had an opening. They like, would, would you like to come at four today, five today or six? We're dropping a lot of up, optometrist names or glass place names right here. Whoa. So I, I went to Pearl Vision and I got the prescription and the guy was so delightful. It was such a nice interaction. Ooh. I think we have a, an ophthalmology group from New Zealand that's following us on Twitter. Because I, I, because I, I, said, so. I said something about ophthalmology and, and they right. picked up on that. So we're on point here. Yeah, absolutely. I hope they, I hope they listen. Yeah. So I, I did all that and then I got the prescription and then I came home and then I, I got a picture of it and I scanned it in and I sent it to Warby Parker and by the next podcast, I'll probably have new glasses. That'd be great. And everybody, at, um, everybody who listens will know. I don't want to be no drag. I don't want to go ahead and make you mad. I don't want to be sad. My will is good, but you're feeling bad. Our guest has arrived. Yes. And you guys actually told us. Yeah, this is this is working out well. <laughs> Progress. <laughs> no surprise. It's almost like there are two people sitting out here. Yeah. <laughs> um, welcome to episode 63 of Various Breads and Butters. I'm your host, Simon Tonov. With me as always is my co-host, Ben Brickhouse-Cohen. Out in the studio is Renan Sequitur-Dinser and Michelle-Poulton-Simon. With us today is professor in the Department of History at Lafayette College, Josh Sanborn. Josh, how you doing? Good. Yeah, hey, Josh. Hey. Thanks for coming by. Thanks for having me. Yeah, what's going on? Uh, Josh is the department head in the Department of History? You are. I am. So you're our second historian on the show? I think that's true. Yeah. Yep. Rachel Gashkarian, episode 53. Yeah. Oh, you you researched that. (laughs) Yeah, I looked it up before. (laughs) By the way, you, you, know all the, you all know all the episode numbers by, by heart. Good. Yep. You Good. tweeted something today that said Beyonce was on episode 50. I know. 58. I, I, it was a typo. You're, you're the worst typer, I think, <laughs> ever. You know, I, Ben sent me an email once and he misspelled the letter T. <laughs> how does that, how is that a thing? So Josh, you're in the history department and you study Russian history? Yes. Predominantly? Yes. In what era, what time period? Uh, 20th century Russian history mainly. I, I teach did, all of it, but, but did anything, most of my riches 20th century. Anything happen? Like, is there no, anything not to talk much, about? not much. No, it's, it's all pretty, pretty quiet, pretty, you know. It's, it's too bad. Pretty, pretty safe, pretty stable. Um, now, a lot of prosperity. Now I know this story. So far as I know. Yeah. And now, but Ben doesn't know this mm-hmm. story. I don't think he does. But as a young man. You were Russian. No, as a young man, Josh was Russian. No, you decided to study Russian history. Why is that? 
Yeah, so I was growing up in uh, in Central Maine, pacifist family. I went to like a hippie commune school for most of my elementary school. It was called Strawberry Fields. It was run by the uh, by the Twitchell Hill um, commune in Montville, Maine. I'm already relaxed just um, listening to yeah. it. Yeah, and then uh, went went to a Quaker high school. But in any case, this was the time when this. Uh, this girl, Samantha Smith, I don't know if you guys remember Samantha Smith. She was uh, a girl from not far away in central Maine who wrote a letter to Yuri Andropov asking him, you know, why, why he wanted to, to bomb the United States into oblivion, basically. And, yeah. and he invited her over to show her that, you know, really everything was all peaceable in the, in the Soviet Union. And so it was, it was a big deal. And, and um, my, my milieu growing up was, was thinking about ways to, to avoid nuclear war. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I wanted to do when I Did you start when I got to Russian way? I just want to say, so far yeah. it's worked. And yeah. I think we have yeah. Josh to thank for that, <laughs> for getting into it. Thank you, yeah. Josh. And well, I think you're our, welcome. I, I do my best every, every day. So. Another yeah. successful yeah. causation, correlation, yeah. determination. <laughs> I think so. I think so. But my question was, mm-hmm. did you start learning uh, the language of Russian at that time? No, I didn't do it till I was until I was in college. Actually, um, yeah, not till I was a, a sophomore in college. So um, I was, where did, I was where did a you go to starter. college? I went to Stanford. Is that a it's common route? To start. Central Maine Quaker School to hippie commune to Stanford. I don't. I you know I you don't think get into it Hampshire? was. Uh, <laughs> well, Hampshire, I, I probably couldn't have. You know, I was sort of as you know, many of these schools want to have fifty states represented. I was I was lucky. Oh, I was competing yeah. <laughs> against fellow Mainers for that for the coveted two slots they gave to people from Maine each year. Were you year. born in Maine? No, I was born in Wisconsin, but we moved to Maine when I was one. Well, so. I was born in Maine, so at least one of us was. Oh, yeah. good. Well, yeah. I, I wasn't. Don't, don't no. look at me. It's pretty close but, you know, to Canada. Yeah, Canada's yeah. close. It's true. Yeah. Do, you, do you have any predominant observations of what, this is a little more obvious, the distinctions. Mm-hmm. A school like, going to a school like Stanford and teaching a school like Lafayette, mm-hmm. what are your like, top three obvious huge differences? <laughs> don't just say size <laughs> and don't say not not a tree for a mascot uh no so so neither of those things um it's a little hard to say so i'm i was an undergraduate in northern california so 18 19 years old in stanford it was pretty good it was a good good life came from a really small town in maine and you know i loved my education at stanford but it was you know it was also just just a really really great time in my life not that my time at lafayette is is a bad time, but it's, so that's, that's the number one difference is just sort of, yeah, climate and atmosphere. I will say one thing though, which is sometimes we get in the habit here at Lafayette of thinking that R1 universities sort of don't care at all about teaching. That was not at all my experience at Stanford. I went to professors who weren't in my, you know, who weren't teaching my classes and came to them with questions and they were more than happy to to help me and and nearly all of them took teaching really really seriously and where, where did you do your graduate work i went to the university of chicago well you're zigzagging all around mm-hmm. i taught, yeah, I taught in down. between i taught high school in at a prep school in in denton texas and when did you first go to russia i first went to russia when it was the soviet union 1990 there was a student-run exchange between stanford and novosibirsk state university which is in central siberia and so i spent three weeks there in september of 1990 what which... is their what is their mascot <laughs> <laughs> It's probably husky, uh, isn't it? You're going to say the fighting. <laughs> the, the, no, I'm not going to say fighting it. Fighting tigers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Really interesting time to be in the Soviet Union at that point. That was the month where there were a lot of coup rumors in Moscow. We spent a little time in Moscow and Leningrad also. And there was a, you know, the potential that Gorbachev was going to fall actually then rather than the following year when he actually did. It's kind of coup season at that point. Mm-hmm. August, September, you know, you it's, start feeling like a coup, you know. It's, exactly. uh, <laughs> so you would say that was your first five-year plan? My first five-year plan? Mm-hmm. See, now that's an acceptable, yeah. you know, old Soviet reference. Yeah. Wait, wait what's, the, what's the Soviet reference? Five-year plans. Five-year plans. What is that? Stalin, you know, just 
how many people can you murder in five years? Uh, <laughs> I kind of skipped that chapter, but that seems like the gist of it. Yeah, it seems about like yeah. that. So you got your bridges, you got your dams. I'm sure and that then was you got, what I said had to be offensive murders. to yeah. somebody. So I yeah. apologize. Blanket apology. Yeah. Do yeah. not make jokes about that. No more stall. You know, all the stallmasts will be after you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there are a lot. <laughs> more and more every day. <laughs> and so, okay. So growing up in Maine, you must have eaten a lot of seafood. I did. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want to make a sort of observation that I've been wanting to make for a while. And every time former guest, friend of the show, current wife, Jennifer Tallarico, and I are in the grocery store, she always wants to buy lobster. And never mm-hmm. sees Renan. If she never sees Renan. <laughs> that's number one. Nope. That, that didn't happen. Didn't happen. <laughs> and number two, she always wants to buy lobster. And I always say no, because mm-hmm. I think it's too expensive. Mm-hmm. But what she will note is every time we buy something else... She'll describe it in units of lobster. <laughs> so if, if like a lobster tail is 20 bucks and we get like Brussels sprouts, she goes, oh, that's a quarter lobster a pound or something like that. Yeah. And um, it's getting it's getting a little much. So <laughs> if this is the only way I can communicate with her, quit it. <laughs> do, you, do you run away from the lobster affiliation or do you embrace it? No, I like lobster. And uh, my mom lives on the coast now in Bailey Island. The uh, lobster boats come very close to, we, we order the lobster, like it gets right off the boat. We get it at a wholesale price. You get yeah. it for like chicken prices, some, some, it's like six ninety nine a pound. You're like, oh, okay. Wow. Uh, <laughs> that would ruin Jen's That's like, conversions. that's like a, that's like yeah. a third of a lobster. Yeah. That's, you get a whole lobster <laughs> for a third, third of a lobster. Third of yeah. a Pennsylvania lobster. Wow. So, um, so I do not run away from, from either lobsters or the, or the right. association. Before I forget, cause yeah. I'll forget. What what about Russian history is your area of expertise? Like, what, what do you focus on? So uh, my last project was on World War One, and it was sort of a combination of a description of how it sort of launched decolonization in Eastern Europe. I sort of wanted to link that to other movements of decolonization around the world in the 20th century. So that was that project. And also trying just to describe what was happening on the Eastern Front in World War One. Uh-huh. Um, so it's like a combination of those two things. And, and now I'm moving into, I'm probably going to do a Cold War project next. I'm still, it's still a little bit to be de- determined. Let me ask you something, Josh. Um, it's your show. You can ask whatever you want. Oh, I will. You're a very good golfer, uh, according yes. to me. Yes, I play golf. And what is your handicap? My handicap is a six. Your handicap is a six. Yes. What does that mean? <laughs> Do you want the technical? This is also, I, I know from this podcast, sometimes you do like the detailed technical explanation. It means yeah, that, okay. it means that it's, it's I, very, it's uh, educational podcast. That yeah. the, the top quarter of my scores are six above par or better on a, on a, on my home course. Actually, that's my home course. Okay. course handicap. That is a lot so, of qualifiers. So that's like, yeah. So like five out of 20 rounds will be, I'll have like a 78 or, or lower. So and the other fifteen are higher than that. So That's when you go play with someone with that, what do they, what do you do with that six handicap? Yeah. So if I play someone with that ten handicap mm-hmm. and wagers are made, which mm-hmm. often happens on a on a not golf legal. course, we do not condone that. <laughs> no, no. And mm-hmm. you know, you usually play hole by hole. So on the four hardest holes, they would get to subtract a stroke from their score and mm-hmm. play against me. Now I'll say this: you mm-hmm. you have explained this to me before, and yeah. I still don't understand it. But okay. we're just gonna let that, let that be. Okay. It does take it does take a long time for me to get stuff. 
Is there is it an official thing? Yes. You have to register it somewhere? Yes. Yeah, you have your required they check to enter you? all your scores. It's an honor system, but you you enter every time you play, you're supposed to enter your score. Now, now the minimum handicap you can have is like zero, like a scratch golfer, is that what it's called? No, you can have plus handicaps. So plus they're really handicaps. good cuz you're so golfers. good. Yeah, okay. you're, then that means that you normally shoot under par. So that would then start going in the plus direction. Oh, wow. Well. And and is there is there a maximum? Yes. What's yeah. that? So it's, uh, I think it's 36 for men and 40 for women. Okay. I just want to let everybody out there know that my handicap is 36. <laughs> and mine is 40. 40. <laughs> now, speaking of sports, mm -hmm. you're a huge baseball fan. Is yes. that right? Now, yes. now, what team did you follow in Maine? Oh, obviously the Boston Red Sox. Okay. I just want to make yeah. sure. And, right. and that's still your team. Yes, yes. Okay. Well, wow, geez. Am I an animal? Getting, what? I don't know. <laughs> right. A Yankees fan? Even worse? Not everybody can be an Orioles fan. Uh, no, no. We don't, we don't just let anybody in. That's true. That's yeah. true. And so, and so you followed them. So what, what was your, what, what was your team that you really, really remember? Oh, these were the late 70s Red Sox. This was like Fred Lynn and Jim Rice. Was Yastrzemski um, still playing then? Yastrzemski was still playing into the 70s. Yaz. Yeah. Yaz was, was, was still playing into the 70s. I think his MVP year or his, or his Triple Crown year was 67. 67. Yeah, that's right. Man, nicely done. Look at this guy. No stuff. So, um, but yeah, the, the, so in 75, the, the Red Sox had a terrific team. Uh, Lynn was a, Lynn, Fred Lynn was a rookie. He had an unbelievable year. Made it to the World Series against the Cincinnati Reds, which were the also, a also a terrific, terrific mm -hmm. baseball team. They had one of Sparky the, Anderson? Yes. Sounds Sparky right. Anderson. Oh. You are on fire. Today. Joe Morgan? Yeah, Joe yeah. Morgan. A Pete Dave Rose. Concepcion, Pete Rose. Pete Rose, Johnny Bench. It was... Babe Ruth. They were, this is great. Teams. Babe Ruth. Yeah. But if, if you've if you've seen the uh, the shot of uh, Carlton Fisk waving his home run, that's right. That's Game Six of that World Series. Yep. It was it was that was a, a really good World Series, which the Red Sox obviously lost. Yes, um, they they lost a number of heartbreakers when I was growing up. That one, Bucky Dent hit a home run in a one game playoff against the Yankees in '78. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, the Bill Buckner episode. Oh, what happened uh, there? Yeah, that was <laughs> that was, that, was that. not good. If, um, if you're wondering out there, look up Bill Buckner. <laughs> <laughs> and through the wickets, I through, think. Through the wickets. Put that in quotes. Yes. <laughs> yes, well, in between those events were the, the signature Orioles years. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. So I came up, you know, <laughs> the 79 Orioles who did lose to the Pirates in the World Series. But the 83 team was, was my main one. Mm -hmm. yeah. Did they win the World Series that year? They did. Okay. Cal Ripken, you might remember. He had just uh, after the year where he was rookie of the year. Then I'm more a Bill Ripken fan. A little, little MVP, right. Because yeah. it was off-color yeah. baseball card. That's true. Rick Dempsey, Eddie Murray. Although I'll say Bill Ripken is a better. He's a commentator now on MLB Network, and he's a he's a better he's a better uh, baseball newsman than his brother Cal, who also, who also does it. I would agree. Yeah. Oh, there yep. you go. I okay. Would agree. Okay. No fight here. Yeah. So other Orioles things you wanted to ask. What were you saying, Simon? I not nothing. Uh, Camden Yards. Yeah. Do you have a baseball questions? Ben. Do I, have a base, I have a baseball quiz. Do you want? Do you want to get right to that? I think, I think maybe we should. All oh, right. Boy. I think maybe we should get to the quiz. Uh, Renan oh. and Michelle, you'll be happy. This is a little more straightforward. We got a lot of good support on our last quiz, which was the Dead or Canadian one. Mm -hmm. It was advertised <laughs> and acknowledged to be the worst quiz we had. You yep. all thought it was, but everybody that I heard from thought it was their favorite one. You really? didn't understand the rules of your own quiz. But everybody who I heard from loved it. <laughs> who did you hear from? I can't even remember them all. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> don't even understand the rules of my own quiz. Mm. Since when has that mattered? It hasn't. Well, half the people were both dead or were alive and not Canadian or dead and Canadian. It really connected with the audience. Yeah. yeah. You can't, you really. can't argue with the numbers, Michelle. 
All right, I have a quiz for us. Okay. Uh-oh. These are baseball names, real or not? Baseball okay. players. Oh, baseball players. Baseball players. Mm-hmm. Right? Are these real baseball player names or not? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, as usual, we will all answer. I think also, as usual, the guest has an advantage and is likely to know more of them. Mm-hmm. This is going to be all guesses like it normally is. <laughs> yeah, you'll have, to, you'll have to use meta uh, clues to, to figure it out, Michelle. Um, first one. This is, uh, this is an easy one. Everybody knows this. Johnny Dickshot. Wait, spell Dick Shaw that. or Dick Shot? Dick Shot. Dick Shot. D I C K S H O T. Johnny Dick Shot. Oh. Are we going to have to bleep that? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask Renan. Renan, what do you think? I'm Johnny Dick Shot. I'm going to say Shot. something that I get bleeped, but no. Renan? Um, I think it's appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle? Um, I'm going to go no, because if that was a real person, they would have been mocked ceaselessly in middle school. Oh, good. And and could never have ri- risen to the prominence they of a major league baseball. Maybe they couldn't succeed them. with all of that mocking. <laughs> I okay. don't understand why the only criteria we judge names is their mockability in middle school. Middle school is just like, what, three years? That's a good three years. Point. That's a good point, though. Yeah. But it's really formative. Right a, lot of, a lot of people are playing hockey. Just change yeah. your school. <laughs> <laughs> And that's one to grow on, folks. If you're being mocked <laughs> in middle school, change your school. Can you can you make the the little star yeah, sign? Well, we're gonna we'll do the sound and post. Okay, we'll okay. do it right here. <laughs> and that's one to grow on. Okay, okay. Uh, so, Josh, do you <laughs> Those know? Are always good. Uh, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no too. It's yes. It's yes. <sighs> I thought you all would have guessed. Like I wouldn't make up such a uh, a name that to elicit all those comments. Huh. No, if it wasn't real, it was okay. a real, it's a real guy. Where, where what, do you what play? Team? I don't know. You, all, you know that I don't have answers to those. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> Baseball's been around for a long time. Yeah, Michelle, do you well, have the baseball encyclopedia? The old, the old uh, hard copy. I, I did. did. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. Yeah, Michelle, will you look up Johnny Dickshot? But be really, be really careful. Make sure you're. <laughs> this is going to get no. me in trouble. Yeah. Make sure your safe make, search filter is on. Make Renan look that up. Yeah, <laughs> but look. Put the no. word baseball with it. I think that might help. All right, number two. Okay. Dick Pole. <laughs> how, how are we spelling the second name here? P-O-L-E. Oh, God. Are we going to change our, our rating on iTunes? Is this a mature, audi- uh, mature audiences only? I'll say nothing. Wait, say, how do you spell the last name? P-O-L-E. Uh, I just have to say no. I would have said yes if you'd said it was P-O-H-L, but I'm going to go no with yeah. Dick Pole. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no. Uh, no, but Johnny Dickshot is <laughs> is real, and his nickname was apparently ugly. Wow, <laughs> that is just see. That is one ugly First of all, why wouldn't you use this? I just explained why that that was a real one. So you should have already known that Dick Pole was a real guy too. Oh gosh, all right. All right. I gave that away. I know. Well, normally you do one that is yes. real, and then one that is not real. Except the time when he was talking about um being in re- in um. Hebrew school with his friend and doing all the, <laughs> oh, yeah. all the stuff. Those were all real. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next one. Yeah. Larry Sherry. I think that's, I think that's real. I think it's hard to comprehend Larry is still a real name. Like Larry, this shouldn't this, be a real Baseball's name. been around for well over a century. Wait, so wait, are you, are you taking a stand against the name Larry or not? <laughs> I hope we don't lose a lot. Oh, of we're going to lose a lot. Of... We're going to lose all the Larrys. Uh, the Lawrences, all that stuff. Ugh. Michelle? It's true. Uh, uh, real. Real. Real, yeah. He was the inspiration for the song, Oh, Sherry. Um, so, you know, that's... <laughs> no. That's not true at all. That's not true at all. There's no way that's true. Yeah. yeah. So? Uh, yeah, real, it's real. Yeah. Oh, cool. All right. How about Jubal Early? 
Jubal Early is, is a real baseball player. Or he's a real something. <laughs> Damn it. Renan? Michelle? Real. I'm going to go with the real something. Yeah, yeah. It's a real something. Same as Not real unless Civil War <laughs> Confederate Civil War generals <laughs> played baseball, which they might have done, they but, might but have. not professionally. I Maybe think. he invented yes. it. Yeah. Maybe he did. This will follow um, the pattern that Michelle likes. First is Hasbro Johnson. <laughs> Hasbro Johnson. I don't know. Why am I laughing at that? Why are they... I don't know. Renan? Hasbro Johnson? Mm, no. no. Michelle? I'm going to say no. Um, sure. Sure. Okay. Josh? Uh, maybe he was the star of the Weeble team that I had when <laughs> I was like... Yeah. No, Hasbro, going, no. No, Hasbro no. no Hasbro Johnson. No Hasbro Johnson. No, but I have another one. Okay. That was so I could say Milton Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good one. Wait, I, I don't get this. Uh, ben, explain. Not yet. Okay. Well, what do we think? <laughs> Renan, real or not? Milton Bradley. Real? Huh? Okay. Because the name is familiar to you, right? You're like, wait a second. I don't know anything about baseball. And yet this name seems so familiar. Michelle? <laughs> Milton Bradley's a toy producer. Oh, oh, interesting. So, baseball player? Sure. Oh, yeah. I never thought both could be true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Josh? Yes, yes, both both are true. Both, both are, true. are true. I'm going to say both that. Both are true. true. Yeah. Yeah. No Hasbro Johnson, but no there's, Hasbro a, Johnson. <laughs> there's a Milton Bradley. You usually put the Hasbro Johnson on Hasbro I know. I switched it up. <laughs> switched it up. How about Matt Bats? Matt Bats. B-A-T-T-S. If, if, listen, if, if any of these players were, were players after the 1990s. Send us an email. Yeah. Very spreads and butters. No, if they were, if they were after the 1992 season. Then I won't know them because that's the last season of baseball. Joe I fully Carter, watched. yeah, <laughs> Roberto Alomar, go. Um, what happened after nine nine two? That was the last time the Toronto Blue Jays won the World Series. Ninety three. No, ninety three. I'm sorry, ninety two and ninety three. Thanks, Ben. Uh, <laughs> were the years the Jays won the World Series, and then after they stopped winning and they and stopped watching. Do Canadians still uh, compete in the World Series? I'm sure there they are all, they, Canadians, but... Um, <laughs> the Blue Jays almost did last year. Almost did. Almost did. Very, Were you watching then, Simon? I wasn't. I, I, you didn't see Joey Bat's bat flip? I have to admit, Joey. I, I did see I did see that, Yeah, but not live. I yeah. watched that on, on a GIF on Twitter the next day. Yeah, it was, it, was a big, it was a big scandal. All kinds of old school people said it was terrible. I loved it. It was pretty it was good. It was great. Yeah. yeah He's like good. It. He's yeah. good. He's a very good player. I, I good expect player. the Blue Jays to compete again this year. I hope yeah. so. That would be nice. Maybe I'll watch them. You should. They're an exciting team. So Matt Bats. Matt Bats. Matt Not Bats. Joey Bats, but Matt, Matt Bats. Matt Bats. <clears throat> Matthew Bats? Uh, his Christian name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, one T. One T. <laughs> um, I'm going to say no. No Matt Bats. Josh? Yes. Matt Bats. Michelle? Studio? Yes. No, no Matt Bats. No Matt Bats. Yes, Matt Bats. Yes, Matt Bats. Damn. All right, Michelle. I think I think you and I failed pretty. Is, who's keeping track? Who's keeping track? I'm poorly summarized. They made they made us keep track. They did. Yeah, yeah they but were very this is strict. our show, and I won't keep track. All right, <laughs> true. Uh, how about King Lear? The, a baseball player. A baseball player named King Lear. Oh, sounds like is... sounds like a jazz musician. Like or, Louis it sounds, John. It sounds like a character from Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah. maybe it was Satchel Paige's <laughs> catcher. Um, it sounds like someone who would be on a tobacco card. King Lear. King Lear. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say yes. Why not? Why not? What do I have to lose? I'm going to say yes. Yeah, what do you have to lose? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing at all. I'm really, I'm really freed by that realization. 
studio? Sure. Okay. You, have, you, have you heard that name before? Yes. Yeah. Renan? Louis Armstrong and King Lear. Okay. I think that sounds good. Okay. No. No. So I have a question. So the Satchel Page reference, are, are you expanding this? It's not just MLB, but Negro Leagues as well. Is that... Uh, it's possible. That's possible. professional baseball. It's professional baseball. Would that okay. help? <laughs> yes, that help no, you? still no. Oh, okay. I'm just wondering. I, I, st I still say no. The answer was yes. Oh, who did he play for? I don't know. He doesn't well, know on. any of these things. Oh, I don't expect anybody to be interested enough. I didn't think anybody would be interested enough. You got to say, you know... 1927, wrote, Philadelphia A's. Yeah. Michelle, you can look that up. Second baseman. King yep. Lear, baseball player. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> King Lear. Don't, don't just start with King Lear. That's a Google tip for you. <laughs> um, Alyosha Raskolnikov. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, Renan loved that one. <laughs> Went by a lot Better of different names. Better than 100 names. King Lears. <laughs> <laughs> King Lear played for the Cincinnati Reds uh, <laughs> from 1914 to 1915. Oh, oh. yeah. Good time. That magical season. Good yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. What was the last one you said? <laughs> Alyosha Raskolnikov. Did you have to write out phonetics, or are you just doing your best? No, that's correct. I think I think that's a long lost relative of yours. So <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. Although a long lost relative of yours could be a baseball player as well. Right. But I'm still gonna say no. Studio. Do you want to hear it again? <clears throat> uh, <laughs> yes, please. Alyosha Raskolnikov. Sounds like music to the ears. No. I'm going to go yes. Nasty closer for the St. Petersburg Axes. <laughs> yes. Oh. yes. No, 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 no. They, they don't have a team in St. Petersburg. Okay. <laughs> that, that, I, did, that, I, did, I did believe you there, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just wanted to have some kind of Russian yeah, novel reference. Good. Yeah. Oh, so wait, what is what is the reference then? Uh, what is it? Crime and punishment. Crime and it's punishment. a mi it's a mix up of every yeah. as Dostoevsky name. Uh, yeah. I just this is the first two I can remember. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And, yeah, and, good. And, well, how did you know that I hadn't read Dostoevsky? <laughs> <laughs> that I would know that. Interesting. Well played, Ben. Well played. I thought you would be stuck reading the old satirical paper, The Bumblebee, <laughs> <laughs> the Russian. Oh yeah, satire. That's yes. right. Yeah, I, I did. Josh did, did send us a correction, a correction on that. See that? A correction. Yeah. Anyone can send us a correction. Do you, um, Josh? Do you have to uh, bone up on the old Russian novels to be a Russian historian? Like, do you have to be conversant and all that? And do you have to know every single one of their nicknames? Yes, like in Anna Karenina, um, yeah. do you have like the seventy-five different? Yeah, the the references to yeah, the, the same person. The Sashas, the Aldous, yes. Uh, no, you don't have to. Bone Is there up one them, Russian name, and they just make yes. nicknames for all of them? Yes, no, just no, one. No. The census yeah. it just has one page. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Now, when you hear the name Chekhov, do you immediately think of the writer or the character on Star Trek? <laughs> Which is your first? Right. Be honest. Really, right. the writer. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, yeah. studio. What do you think? Or, or are you in a point where Chekhov as a Star Trek character didn't even doesn't even make sense? I'm familiar with both. I don't know which one I go to first. Probably the author. Okay. Okay. Ben. I'm the author too. You're the author too, right now. The ben? author. I didn't know the other one. You didn't know the other from Star Trek. You don't know Mr. Chekhov. Oh, you you make me no. sick. Uh, <laughs> I'm physically ill. Everybody, just thinking of that. If you're just tuning in, this is Fairy's Present Body. <laughs> Simon is ill. Yeah. Oh, I'm ill. Well, do some research and find and find some Star some Star Trek characters. Josh, how's your fantasy baseball team looking? It's looking good. Who is your best player on your team? Ooh, who's my best player on my team? Mike Trout. 
He's the best player in baseball. So I was about that, that's not a real name. <laughs> not, not I'm going to say no. Renan, Michelle, we're going to say no. This is this is usually the time of the year when if I'm hanging out with Josh and all our other friends, they're mostly talking about fantasy baseball, and mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. We did have one year of fantasy hockey with with Simon. Though, that's true. And that was. But you guys do you guys do fantasy football too and fantasy golf? We we do. We well, we do football. Golf is slightly. We only do majors for, mm-hmm. for the golf tournament. Oh, okay. Can you, it's only four tournaments a year. Are there any options? Are there any fantasy non sports things? We have thought about that at various times. We've thought about doing, you know, fantasy leagues for... Fantasy podcasts? Other fa- fantasy podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to change podcast hosts? Mm-hmm. I was thinking more like fantasy fantasy pencils. What? Like well, you have to pick your you pencils do? if it breaks, if it if the lead has to get, if it's got to get resharpened. That's terrible. It's not sharp. You can have like mechanical pencils. You have like to go to 12-step five program. Millimeter, if you do fantasy millimeter. pencils, if you do fantasy pencils, you have to go to 12 That'd be great steps. for grade school kids. Fantasy classes, like students in, on college, they could have fantasy classes, like which ones did they get in, who got an A, who's, yeah. who didn't show up, whose professor wasn't there that day, who was five minutes late. Yeah. Wow. That's an awesome idea. You could come yeah. up with all kinds of things. You could. You're just, you could. You, you got to work with me here. I think, I think these are terrible ideas. <laughs> <laughs> just think if it's fantasy pencils, then, you know, fantasy pens. Well, I mean, where does it we end? We didn't agree to fantasy pencils, but <laughs> yeah, now, you can't, you can't take us now that we all have our big team. <laughs> Uh, I assume this has occurred to everybody, but I just want to find out how often you think about it. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say that it probably hasn't occurred to anybody except you. Mm-hmm. No, okay. I, I think we're. It's mm-hmm. one of those things where we're all thinking it, but I'm mm-hmm. just saying it. Uh-huh. Aren't you stunned that they still make pens? Like, are there not enough pens in circulation? <laughs> <laughs> Mine keep running out, so I'm not I'm not stunned. I at just all. think that there there are so many half used <clears throat> pens that just get laid around laying around on the floor, or they're mm-hmm. in, a, in a cup somewhere. I usually get mine from the bank. I just steal them. But they're half. Michelle, Michelle, you would have to agree. There have to be enough pens in circulation globally that we don't need to produce any more. I I take a lot out of the circulation. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What do you do with them? I I so I put them. There's a whole like process to it. I realized it the the other day. Okay, uh, while I was like tidying up my desk. Sure. They go on my pocket, Uh then bag, then desk. Okay. Then there's a cup in the desk, Uh and then the cup gets emptied to a bag. Uh And then the and bag just goes, goes back into around? a box. The bag goes into a box. So you have boxes <laughs> of pens. Do you have a flowchart? Yeah. <laughs> Where do the boxes go? How many pens are in this box? Like this box has, you know, a couple I, of bags. I told you people thought about this. <laughs> yeah, wow. you were right. I, it's there like gallon bags. And what are you, you going to do with it? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the next step in the evolution. I, think, I mean, <clears throat> let me ask you this question. Sure. Go, go ahead. <laughs> do pens expire? I think they oh, do. Because yeah. like they setting, dry out. Yes. I think setting an expression date would. If they dry out, problem. can you re uh, reactivate them? It's not the drying out. They get like globs of ink at the tip of them, and they yeah. depends on. I'm what very type frugal. Of I will keep a pen for a long time, Ben. You See, know, I, I'm the, with you on the excess pen buying. Um, yeah, but if you do keep them too long, yeah, it's not pretty. Right. Well, I'm not denying that a pen can run out or a pen can get too old, but I just feel like <clears throat> we have enough extra ones around. Like we're done. If you buy a pack of eight pens, yeah. Like, have you ever? <laughs> Can you recall like, oh no, I only have two pens left. I use six of them. Like maybe one or two, yeah. but in a pack of eight pens, have you used eight pens up? I think, yeah, but, I, I, think uh, I have because people keep taking my pens. See, that's the thing. I have a, I have a true pen story. <laughs> oh, wow. of course. Of course. This longest lasting pen, pen I have week. ever had. Mm-hmm. I got, and it has emblazoned on it, the insignia of the Ukrainian secret police. No way. The guy came and gave a talk in Chicago while I was there. 10 years later. 
this Secret Service pen is still writing. It's not invisible ink or anything. No, it's been this recording. This has been real. recording it's been you the whole time. Everything you write. <laughs> Jeez. But now I'm typing everything, so That's it's just my true. signature over and over wow. again. <laughs> And See? like County of Northampton, way too much money for taxes. You know, that, that, that's all I'm writing. Wow. Oh. Well, you're in a pseudo administrative position yeah. as a department head. You can make decisions about how people in, in Raymer and in your department mm, use, use pens. pens and buy them. You could have, you could institute a recirculation system. Yes. I mean, basically, department heads have unlimited power. Uh, and, and people what, do. As is my understanding. What, people do what you, what you, what you suggest all, what? all the time. The pen fiat. Head. Yeah, yeah. I have a suspicion that Simon had a question that was not pen related. I think I do. Mm -hmm. I think I do. Josh, so you've listened to the show before. Yes. Thank yes. you for that. Mm -hmm. If you had to pick uh, your favorite day, mm -hmm. which is it, Friday or Sunday? Sunday. Sunday is your Sunday. day. Oh, Interesting. Wow. We have wow. not had a Sunday in a long yeah. time. Well, tell me yeah. about it yeah, then. Sure. Sunday's a terrific day. So I, I, I get up early. Mm -hmm. I, um, I normally play golf. Mm -hmm. So my friends and I would play golf. Uh, we're usually done. We have a little drink on the terrace. I come home. I spend the afternoon with my family. It's a, it's a good day. You know, there's like a lot of good, good Sunday vibes, good Sunday rituals involved in that. So, and, uh, so yeah, so, so Sunday. And you're not concerned at all about Monday the next day? No. You're just enjoying the moment. I'm enjoying the moment. And on Friday, which mm -hmm. is probably not a bad day to you. No. Yeah. How about that? Black I know licorice, what's coming next. Black licorice? Black licorice is a scourge on humanity. Oh. It's the worst thing. I can't believe people call it a candy. Yeah. No, uh, we agree with you, but terrible. your point is yeah. trends. It yeah. is terrible. We're analytics are... I think we're going to call you an outlier yeah. okay. for the purposes <laughs> of our theory. <laughs> um, there I must mean, be something. I will something. eat jelly beans, and if you accidentally get... Like you know, black licorice black, flavored. Oh, um, it just ruins the whole mouthful. Yeah. You got to eat like For, three so more mouthfuls of cherry. To clarify, cherry. we're with you yeah. on the disapproval of that. Oh, sure. Yeah. But we're we're frustrated by the lack by of the lack of correlation. We have to or now. We we'll have to look I for mean, another. Yeah. We'll have to make the model a little more complicated. Mm -hmm. Maybe people from Maine show a different, mm -hmm. or people right. who move from Wisconsin to Maine. People yeah, who are the, the head of departments in small liberal arts colleges. Matt, that, that could, could also that could be, be it. Yeah. Do we have yeah. we had any? Uh, we're gonna have to. You really, really are making our lives difficult, Josh. I know. I know. Um, I, I are you sure you don't want to reconsider Friday I, and I, Sunday? I, I can't. I can't reconsider the Friday. So you, you, and Sunday. It's, you, it's you, you won't reconsider choice. licorice. No, never. No. Fr I mean, Friday and Sunday is a much closer call than the licorice call. Oh. I mean, the licorice call is just terrible. Yeah. All right. it's, uh, but I think until then, we should probably close it out. Right I think here. so. So, Josh, thank you so much for Thanks being for on the show. Thanks for talking to us about all kinds of stuff, mostly yeah. pens. Yeah. Thank you, Josh. Um, yeah. Thank you. If listeners would like to talk to us about pens or anything or mm -hmm. any other thing, but probably mostly pens. What's more mail is for? Yep. Mm -hmm. They can email us at butters at gmail.com. They can tweet us. They can follow us on Twitter at some later date. Um, and where can they, where can they reach us by mail? At Lafayette College <laughs> yeah. in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Very spreads and butters. Mail they'll <laughs> they'll know where to they'll know where to send it. They'll know where it goes. They'll know where it goes. They can put it in the WJRH box. Yeah, there you go. Oh, look at that. We do have a mailing address, haters. So there you go. Okay, I think we're good. Yeah, thanks. Okay, thanks, Josh. Thanks. Headphones off. From Russia with love, I fly. Much wiser since my goodbye to you. I go to the Jersey office to work sometimes. The Jersey office? Yeah, like if I have a couple hours, I'll go work out of the Jersey office, which is the Starbucks in Phillipsburg. Oh, okay, <laughs> sorry. Across the river, because at least it's out of town and I'm not going to see anybody there. 
at that Starbucks. I was so pissed off because was, I get there and there's a lady in front of me. This is about paying for tea. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> no, it was there. There was a there was a lady in front of me, and I get there and I can see she's got like her purse on the counter with some papers and. The barista behind there's like just a second, sir, and the woman's like looking through stuff and trying to find money or something. And pretty clearly, pretty soon you find you realize oh she's looking for her money. The woman is rifling through her purse like card after card after card. She's like, I know what's in here. I know I can find it. And like you know, it's like four dollars and two cents. I'm just about to make the decision. Like here, just take five bucks. I'll just pay for it. Okay. Like look at me. Aren't I such a great guy? Buying some woman's four dollar coffee, paying it forward. And she's looking and looking and she's telling the barista, I'm, I know it's here. I know I have the card. And the, and the lady's like, you know what? I'm sure you're going to find the card. You, you'll be back. And I see as she's rifling through there, she's passing like a $10 bill, a $20 bill. She's got all kinds of cash, but she refuses to use any of that. The barista apparently didn't see that because just as I recognized this and pulled my $5 back, I was like, I'm not giving you $5. No. Um, the woman's like, well, don't worry about it. It's on us. So I wouldn't worry about it. Oh, good trick. And she got a free coffee. I'm going to do that. That's a that, and, and that's, that's an expensive coffee. That's like a that double X Y Z, and that's why whatever. you don't want to order from Warby Parker. Yeah, I think I think we've come full circle now. Is through. I fly to you.